The Buffalo Bills have a new stable of running backs. How will it all come together? How many carries does each one get? What are the concerns? What does history tell us? I'm breaking it all down today on Locked On Bills. You are Locked On Bills. Your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast, and I'm your host of Lockdown Bills. want to thank you for making Lockdown Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, folks, I'm excited for today's conversation. This is one that has been on my radar for a while now. And I want to talk about these Bills running backs. How is this all going to come together? How many carries does each one get? And I had this down even before the Bills signed Latavius Murray. And so when they signed or after they signed Latavius Murray, this really got my head spinning. And so why are we going to have this conversation? Well, first of all, I'm just really fascinated by it. And so because of that, I I wanted to force myself to do some research and see what conclusions I came to. The Buffalo Bills don't have Devin Singletary anymore. And maybe that doesn't feel like a big deal to you. But consider this, Devin Singletary has led the Buffalo Bills in rushing yards in each of the last four seasons. Let that sink in. Devin Singletary has led the Buffalo Bills in rushing yards in each of the last four seasons. And they're moving on without him. He's now a member of the Houston Texans. And to replace Devin Singletary, the Bills have a second-year player that has logged 89 carries so far in the NFL. A veteran player that came to the Bills midseason and carried the football a total of six times for the team last year. And then two veteran free agents who have never been a member of the Buffalo Bills until now. And so how this comes together is very interesting to me. So on today's podcast, we're going to have the conversation of what this could look like. And this is one of those conversations where if you don't make it to the third segment, you need to make it to the third segment because all of this is really going to build to the conclusions and all of it's really relevant. And I have some big nuggets that I'm saving for the end of this podcast that really shares my thoughts about these running backs. So to come to the conclusion today, we are going to consider the stable of backs, of course, who's who's available. We're going to take into account historical data. I think that's always important. And then from there, we're going to project the 2023 market share for the Buffalo Bills running backs. So let's talk about the stable real quick first. You've got James Cook, Damian Harris, Naheem Hines, and Latavius Murray. They all bring a little something different to the table, and I like that. 
like having four backs that are all a little bit different. And so in James Cook, you have, like we mentioned, a second-year player that really came on last season. Started shaky. You could tell the game was a little fast for him. It started to slow down, and he played some really good football down the stretch, and I'm pretty excited about him entering year two. He's got an interesting build, right at about 5'11", 195, almost, almost 200 pounds, right? Not a very very thick build, right? Not a dense build. But he has some elusiveness. He's got some twitch. He can make some really dynamic cuts. He's creative with the ball in his hands. He's got a nice receiving profile. He's a big play guy, right? Averaged over five yards of carry last season. Had some big old chunk gains there. Good vision in the open field. I like the way he carries the football. Then you have Damian Harris, who comes over from the New England Patriots. A very dense build. Got some power to him. Ability to break tackles and really move the pile. Profiles best as an in-between-the-tackles runner, where James Cook really he can run between the tackles, but some of his best stuff is when he gets a chance to kind of push off tackle. Damian Harris has a nice pedigree in pass protection, right? A a good back to have next to Josh Allen. Knows how to scan the defense, knows how to step up and fill or block, if you will, where James Cook's really not a back that profiles too well when it comes to, to pass protection. You've got Naheem Hines, who's electric in terms of speed and big-time character guy, but most of his contributions for his NFL career has come catching the football and then of course as a return guy on punts and kicks a lot of speed very competitive runner but not a guy that's even during his time with the Colts and we'll get into this later not a guy that's had a high volume of carrying the football and then there's Latavius Murray this veteran 33 years old played for a number of different teams and he always just finds ways to be productive no matter what the scheme is, what the team is, he just produces. And he's six foot two, 230 pounds, ran in the four threes back in the day, you know, 10 years ago. Is a very diverse talent, right? Just can do a little bit of everything. Now, at, at this point in his career, he's not really going to be your game breaker, but another back that can thrive between the tackles, win in short yardage. He'd catch the football, good pass protection back. And so you look at this stable of running backs and you get pretty excited about the skill sets, the combination of the skill sets and what it can be for this offense in 2023. And so now that we've kind of established, all right, who are the characters? What do they bring to the table? We can now start to look at this through the lens of, all right, well, what does history tell us? Like the Bills have four worthy running backs here. This the teams get four running backs going. Do the Bills ever do that? And so our next segment is going to be focused in on what that historical data tells us. And then lastly, we're really going to project this thing out in 2023 and talk about some of the reasons I think each back will get a lot of carries and the reasons why I think maybe their workload might not be what we expect it to be. So before we get there, though, I got to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the planet. Maybe you're looking for something delicious to eat, but you don't want a bunch of sugar. You don't want a bunch of calories. Well, they got to try Built Bars. These things are healthy and they're delicious. Covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in so many great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, 
brownie batter, double chocolate, so many great flavors, but they're also healthy. It's like eating a candy candy bar, but they're good for you. Like I said, low calorie, low sugar, high in protein. And if you want to check them out, you can go to built.com, use our promo code LOCKDOWN15. It'll get you 15% off your next order, but you can also head on over to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, get you a box off the shelf. These things are awesome. Try them out. You get a mixed box if you want to try a bunch of different flavors. You can get one box of one flavor. So many great options. Check them out. You will thank me later. All right, so let's dig into some historical information here. You think about all these running backs, all these skill sets. You think about all these guys being productive. Well, can that really happen? Can you really have four productive running backs? Can you have three? The Bills have sometimes struggled to have two productive running backs. So this segment here is going to be a lot of data, which is not always the best for a podcast, but I want to give you some data here because I think it's absolutely necessary for us to have the right mindset and the right expectation for what the Bills can do with all of these backs in 2023. Now, of course, injury is the big X factor here, right? I can give you all these numbers and it's of course assuming that guys are basically healthy, right? One guy gets injured, it it flips everything upside down. So we'll just have to acknowledge that and attack this conversation uh, through the lens of not really having that type of catastrophic injury. And the Bills have had some really good luck when it comes to their running backs and being healthy. I mean, Devin Singletary was a very durable back. Uh, James Cook was durable last year. I know Zach Moss has had some in- some issues, obviously, but kind of the lead guys have, have been mostly available. So let's look at uh, the last uh, three, four years of Bill's market share when it comes to running the football to give us the right mindset. And I also want to look at Ken Dorsey and Mike Shula and their time together with the Carolina Panthers and what the carry distribution was. And again, this will give us some nice clues as to what could happen with the Buffalo Bills in 2023. So last year, Ken Dorsey, your offensive coordinator, Devin Singletary, 177 carries, Josh Allen, your number two ball carrier, 124 carries. James Cook had 89 carries. Zach Moss, 17. Isaiah McKenzie, nine. And then it was Naheem Hines with six. So 177, 124, 89, your top three ball carriers for the Bills last year with Ken Dorsey as the OC. And of course, the number two ball carrier being Josh Allen. 2021, you have Brian Dayball, uh, Ken Dorsey, your quarterback's coach. Devin Singletary leading the way with 188 carries. Josh Allen, 120, 20, excuse me, 122 carries. Zach Moss, 96 carries. Matt Breida, 26 carries. The fourth guy was actually Mitchell Trubisky, 13 carries. 2020, Devin Singletary leading the team, 156 carries. Zach Moss, 112. Josh Allen, 102. And then you have like Antonio Williams with 12. Isaiah McKenzie with 10. So that year you had three guys with over 100 carries. One of them, of course, being Josh Allen. Let's take a quick peek at 2019 because this was the Frank Gore, Devin Singletary year. Frank Gore led the team in carries with 166. Devin Singletary with 151. Josh Allen, 109, TJ Yeldon, 17, Isaiah McKenzie, 8. And so hopefully that right there, before we even get into the Dorsey-Shula era with the Carolina Panthers, you can see that getting four running backs going has not been a thing for the Buffalo Bills, right? It's kind of like one guy, usually Devin Singletary, having around 175 to 190 carries, and then somebody else with around 120, 
Then you have somebody else with around a hundred and then like maybe 20 carries, right? 20, 25 carries. That's, that's what's been typical. Going back to the Dorsey Shula era with the Carolina Panthers, which was from 2013 to 2017, you could see even less distribution of carries where you almost really had in some years an actual primary bell cow running back that touched the football over 200 times. In fact, in three of their five seasons together, they had an over 200 carry guy and another year the highest carry was 198. So there was a little bit more volume going to one guy when they were together in Carolina. So in 2013, D'Angelo Williams, 201 carries. Cam Newton, 111. Mike Tolbert, there's a name for you, right? Remember him? Rick Dennison had no clue what to do with Mike Tolbert. 101 carries, then John Stewart, 48. 2014, John Stewart led the team, 175 carries. Cam Newton, 103 carries. D'Angelo Williams, 62. And then you had three guys with around 35. Mike Tolbert, 37. Fozzie Whitaker, 32. Darian Reeves, 31. 2015, Jonathan Stewart. This was their big 15 in one year. Went to the Super Bowl, actually. You know, of course, they lost to the Broncos. But 2015, Jonathan Stewart, 242 carries. Cam Newton, 132. Mike Tolbert, 62. Cameron Artist Payne, 45. A couple more seasons to get to here. 2016, Jonathan Stewart, 218 carries. Cam Newton, 90. Fozzie Whitaker, 57. So think about that. In terms of actual running backs, Jonathan Stewart, 218. Number two, Fozzie Whitaker, 57. Then you had Cameron Artis Payne with 36, Mike Tolbert with 35. And then in 2017, Jonathan Stewart, 198 carries. Cam Newton, 139. Christian McCaffrey, his rookie season, 117. And then Cameron Artis Payne with 18. And so I know that that was just a lot of data, not a whole lot of takes, not a lot of nuance to what I just shared with you there. But I wanted to put that information out there so that we can have the right frame of mind to consider, okay, well, the Bills have these four running backs, right? Cook, Harris, Hines, Murray, and Josh Allen, who's probably going to run the football 100 times or so. And what is reality here? What could this actually look like? And I thought it was necessary to kind of go through that data to get us in the right frame of mind to have the right expectation. So stick with me here. This next segment, lots of nuggets. And of course, how I see this market share playing out in 2023 right after a very quick break. All right, so here it is. This is what we've all been talking about for the last 15 minutes or, or so is to get to this point in terms of, all right, well, how do the Bills share this backfield in 2023? And we know that the Bills like to get multiple backs going, or at least they've communicated. You know, Sean McDermott said it's not good for one back to do it all. They want a bunch of backs working together. And so he's got himself a stable. There's a deep stable of backs in Buffalo. So how does this all come together? Let me talk some of my thoughts about each player, and then I'll give you my actual numbers. So with James Cook, I talked about his skill set. I think it's my expectation, or I don't think, it, it is my expectation that James Cook is the lead running back for the Bills, whatever that means within this team. Now, there's lead running backs like Derrick Henry. There's lead running backs like Dalvin Cook, right? Those guys touch the ball a ton, right? For this team, you know, he's the lead running back. But my question here, as I considered what I think his market share is going to be in 2023 is volume. Volume is my big question because James Cook, last year in the NFL and in his four seasons with Georgia, hasn't really been that big of a volume guy, right? Not a ton of carries. He's never been the guy for a backfield. And so that opportunity awaits him in 2023, something he's never done. 
Last year, 89 carries. 2021 with Georgia, the most carries he's ever had, 113. In 2020, 45. In 2019, 31. And in 2018, 41. So he's primed for potentially the most carries of his career. And that, I mean, that includes four seasons at Georgia. So the big question with James Cook for me is volume. How much do they want to ramp it up? And we know that Devin Singletary kind of pushed 180 carries. Is that what they see for James Cook? I have him a little under. We'll get to that in a moment. But volume, taking on that big of a workload or a bigger workload or the biggest workload he's ever had is something that weighs heavily on my mind. Now let's talk about Damian Harris. This is actually a pretty interesting conversation. Because Damian Harris, in his time with the New England Patriots, the four seasons he started his career in New England, he operated in a very different run scheme and stylistically was asked to take the football a lot differently. Let me explain that. So in 2022, last season, the Buffalo Bills ran the football out of shotgun on 44% of their run plays. So When the Bills ran the football, 44% of the time they did so out of shotgun formation. For Damian Harris's NFL career, only 18% of his carries came out of shotgun. You see the big difference here? The Bills like to run the football out of shotgun. Damian Harris is not a very experienced runner. Out of shotgun, shotgun, there's a major uptick in the alignment in the type of carries that Damian Harris is going to be asked to take next year for the Buffalo Bills. And so maybe you're thinking to yourself, Joe, what's the big deal? It's handing the football, right? There's a big difference in taking the football and receiving a handoff from a static alignment out of shotgun versus when the quarterback is under center and you're pressing the line of scrimmage and you're taking the football moving forward with momentum towards the line of scrimmage. It's a completely different situation. And for Damian Harris, this is going to be pretty new for him, assuming the Bills carry over a lot of those principles of running the football out of shotgun. I think they probably will. I know we expect the Bills offense to look different in some ways, but I'm still pretty sure they're going to be in gun and they're going to run the football out of gun a fair amount of time. Now, there's it's not just alignment. It's not just under center versus shotgun. It's... When Damian Harris was with the New England Patriots, that offense primarily operated in a rushing offense that was gap run heavy. And so there's two different styles of running the football. Gap runs, which means there's a predetermined track where the football is designed to go. They block it to a a certain place that's designed for the running back to go. Or zone, where the offensive lineman blocked to a zone and then the running back is asked to find the crease, right? To to work and find the crease and make those blocks right. Very, very different styles. And so Damian Harris, in his four seasons with the New England Patriots, it was in a offense that was gap run heavy. For Damian Harris's career, he has more than double his career rushes on gap blocking plays than he does zone. More than double. And the Bills' rushing offense has typically been more multiple, a lot of mixed gap and zone schemes. I think it's been at its best when they've run gap schemes, but I can tell every year they want to do this zone stuff. 
So whether it's shotgun versus under center or gap run versus zone run, what Damian Harris is going to do in Buffalo is very different than what he did in his four seasons with the New England Patriots. So as I project him to this offense, that is something that is weighing heavily on my mind. Let's get to Naheem Hines. And I think this is going to come as a disappointment to maybe some of you. But I am not expecting a big uptick in offensive carries for Naheem Hines. I am not. I know there was a lot of disappointment that he only carried the football, was it like six times? In his time with the Bills, was it like eight games he carried the ball six times, something like that? And I'm not expecting a big uptick in offensive carries. Now, I still think Naheem Hines will be a major factor in the return game as a punt returner and as a kick returner. I think his receiving contributions, catching the football, should be there. But I don't think he's going to carry the football a ton for this team. Even with the Indianapolis Colts, who paid him a pretty big second contract, they didn't really ask him to run the football that much. Go back to 2022, last year when he was with the Colts. And remember, Jonathan Taylor was kind of banged up last season. He only ran the ball 18 times in seven games with the Colts. That's it. Not that much more than he was running it with the Bills. And then if you look at Naheem Hines' carries per season, for his career, his rookie season, 85, year 252, then 89, then 56, then 24. And it's not like he's ever been injured. The guy's actually never missed a game. So the volume of carries has never been a thing for Naheem Hines, and I don't think 2023 is going to be be the year that that starts, especially with the other backs that are in this backfield. I think Naheem Hines will be on the field, catching the football, and as a return guy. Which gets us to Latavius Murray. Like I've, I've said with this guy, he seems to fit any team, any scheme. The only question here is opportunity. Your more potential for long-term assets is going to be Of course, James Cook, you have under contract for three more seasons, and he's a young player entering year two. Damian Harris on a one-year deal, but maybe you bring him back. You really like what he gives you, and he's your perfect complement to Cook. Naheem Hines, who's signed for this year and next, who's a younger player. And then Latavius Murray, who's going to be 34 this year. Is he a guy that's really going to come in here, barring injury, touch the football a ton of times? I got some questions about that. So opportunity is the question that I have with Latavius Murray. All right, and so we've talked about all this, right? And all of this was designed to get us to this moment where I say, hey, this is how I see this unfolding. And so I'm very curious for your feedback on this, right? Let me know. If you're on YouTube, comments, would love it. Hit me up on Twitter at the Joe Marino. Share your thoughts. I I love having these conversations with you, but then I love your feedback, right? I want to have a two-way conversation instead of me just... I'm really looking at it. I'm looking at a wall, guys. I know that there's thousands of you listening to this, but I'm looking at a wall. So it's great to continue the conversation outside of right now. So this is this is how I see it coming together when I consider everything that I just went through, the skill sets, the questions that I have, and what historical data has told us. I think James Cook is your leading ball carrier for the Buffalo Bills in 2023 with 155 carries. 155. That gets us to around where Devin Singletary was in his rookie season, or his second season, excuse me, two hundred, uh, he had 156 carries in 2022. And it's not too much volume where you're like, not leaving enough for the other players. It's not too much volume where it's 
way more than he's ever done, right? We know there's going to be an uptick, but he's not going from a career high of 113 carries or 89 last year to, okay, here's 180, here's 200 carries. 155, so I have him going 155 carries, 760 yards, four touchdowns. That's an average of 4.9 yards per carry. I know he was over five last year, but with the volume, right, we're, we're taking him from 89 carries to 155. I think that yards per carry comes down a little bit. So 155 for 760, four touchdowns for James Cook, which gets me to Damian Harris, who I think will be the number two ball carrier for this offense next year. I think he gets 120 carries, 540 yards, six touchdowns. That's four and a half yards per carry, and that's pretty much on line with where he's been with New England. I know that there's going to be some adapting for Damian Harris, but I think the Bills are also going to be adapting too. I think they're going to embrace more gap run schemes. I think they're going to embrace more under center, and I think that will you know, we talked about how this offense is going to look different. We think about Osiris Torrance being in the mix now. We think about Dalton Kincaid and what they invested there to have that skill set. Think about bringing in Damian Harris. Think about bringing in Latavius Murray. You think about Josh Allen taking less hits, running the football less. I think that Damian Harris will be able to acclimate quite well. So 120, 540 yards, six touchdowns. It's four and a half carries, four and a half yards per carry for Harris. And maybe I was a little aggressive on touchdowns. Maybe he only gets four or five. Then I have Naheem Hines. Like I said, I don't expect a lot of carries. I only have him down for 25 carries for 105 yards, one touchdown. And that's an average of 4.2 yards per carry, which is pretty close to his career average. Now I expect him to catch 30 balls. I expect him to be the primary punt returner and kick returner, but I don't think that his value is going to come carrying the football. So 25 for 101 and a touchdown for Naheem Hines, which then gets me to Latavius Murray. And this was the toughest one to get. I think he's going to touch the football a little bit. I think a lot of the reason for bringing in Damian Harris and Latavius Murray was of course, to have a bigger downhill back that can win between the tackles and grind out tough yards late in games, but also to take something off of Josh Allen, right? You don't want Josh Allen to have to be a primary piece of your rushing offense. And I'm, I'm going to give you Josh Allen's rushing stats in a moment here, but I wanted to reflect on Latavius Murray and what he's been asked to come in here and do and provide depth for this room and provide a veteran for this room and to provide another back to go with Damian Harris to make sure you have a, a big physical downhill back that can win in pass protection and take something off of Josh Allen. So I have him with 42 carries, 175 yards, two touchdowns, that's an average of 4.2 yards per carry. So that's a pretty, I mean, he's he that's the lowest of his career, right? We've we've been through this. This guy's been a very productive back every year of his career. I think this is a little bit of a different situation, but even in the lexicon of what we've been through historically with the Bills and Shula and Dorsey together, that's a fair amount of, of touches for him. 42 rushes, 175 yards, two touchdowns. And then lastly, Josh Allen. Josh Allen's still going to run the football, folks. He's not going to pack it in and, and all of a sudden become a completely different player. He's still going to carry the football. I think he has 100 rushes for 600 yards and seven touchdowns. That's six yards per carry. And that's less than he had this past year. He carried the football 124 times, remember, in 16 games. So I have him 100 carries in 17 games next year, down from 122 the year before. 102 in 2020. Remember, that was his best season as a passer. 
and hopefully that he can kind of get back to those levels of passing. And then as a rookie, he carried the football, or not as a rookie, in 2019, he carried the football 109 times. So all in all, that gets you to 442 carries, 2,180 yards, 20 rushing touchdowns. That would put the Bills around around 10, based on last year's numbers, if, if all of that were to be pretty similar year over year. And so that's how I see it on playing. 155 carries for Cook, 120 for Harris, 100 for Josh Allen, 42 for Latavius Murray, 25 for Naheem Hines. Hope you enjoyed this conversation. I hope you enjoyed the journey. Hope you enjoyed the research behind it. And I hope that you'll come back because we're talking Buffalo Bills football again for you tomorrow here on the podcast. So don't miss anything. Would love it if you took a second to rate, review, share, subscribe to the podcast. Tell somebody what's about what's going on here on the podcast, share it on social media. All of that is so, so helpful. Like the video on YouTube. You know the drill. All that stuff is so helpful for the podcast. I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills. I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.